Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for joining me. Find yourself a little spot where you can sit down and engage with what we're creating here today. Or you can just kind of put this on in the background if you're driving or you're doing stuff. But you know, you gotta lock in from time to time to really get the full power of everything that I'm talking about here. So, as you know, I'm I'm working on a new book and I wanted to introduce you to a couple of the ideas in this book. I'm not going to fully flesh them out, but I wanted to give you a sense of some of the ideas that are in this book, but not just so that you can get the book or you know, get a sense of the book, but really that you can use them right now. You can actually use what I'm talking about right now. This was something that I, I want to say I stumbled upon. I think some of the best ideas that we ever have, we kind of stumble upon them, which is why it's important for you to have a very healthy curiosity, right? You'll notice that a lot of what I talk to you about I don't just tell you, do A, do B, do C, you're good. Okay, I don't I do not do that. A lot of times when I'm suggesting an, an idea to you, I, I kind of frame it in such a way that you can stop and ponder it for yourself. So this isn't, you know, this isn't a fucking advice column. I don't, um, I don't give you the straight answer. There have been times I've done that just to kind of get to the point. But there's way more value for you to engage with what I'm saying from a place of curiosity. That is to question yourself, right? I'll create the frameworks for you to think. And you should know that I have pondered thought and thunk my way those through through those things a multitude of times thoroughly so that I can present them to you. But, you know, often, you know, over the years, I've had people come to me and say, look, here's the deal. I, I know I want a better life. I know I want to do something great with my life. I remember doing something great with your life is subjective to the individual. It's not an objectivity. But for you to sit, to sit and say, well, 
yeah, I want to do something great in my life, but I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And that, and that kind of sometimes leads people into that whole conversation for purpose. And there's a litany of books being written about this subject of purpose. Most of it, absolutely fucking bullshit. Okay. Most of it has you looking rather than creating. And if you don't get that you can create your life, right? And you go, if you're not sure about what I'm saying, pull out a dictionary and look at the word create. And I'm serious. Read the word create until it resonates with you, until you really get, oh, shit, yeah, that's what he's talking about. You have the facility, you have the ability to create your life. Now, we would all love to say, well, you know, yeah, I'm going to create my life and I'm going to create it from nothing. I'm going to start with a blank slate and just create my life. No, you fucking won't. And it's not even no that you won't. It's no, you can't. You're too heavily imbued by your total sum of your life, or the total sum of your life experiences to this point. You're, you're, in other words, you are tainted by life. And more specifically, you are tainted by your experience of life. So whatever you create for your life will be some version of whatever you've been tainted by. So, you know, whenever you say to somebody, look, give me a sense of the life you want or the life, what's your dream life? People, we, we love the idea that we can just dream of anything and have it. <clears throat> but your real limitation is, as you've gotten older, if you're older than fucking 12, your real limitation is your inability to imagine. Imagine a life that's not a complete fantasy, though. Because that's the, that's the kind of other side of this is... People say, well, you don't have a vivid imagination. No, you have a fantasy. I'm talking about creating a life in your mind, if you like, for 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 you to live to, for you to actually bring to life. <clears throat> so this subject, this is roundly the subject that I'm getting into in this new book. How do you imagine and live a life? One that's not colored by your past. I mean, you already know this. If you've read fucking two of my books, you'll know that mostly what people do is live their current life and reaction to the one they used to have. Period. I mean, you could just fucking paint that in a big giant billboard somewhere and that applies to everybody who drives past it or walks past it or cycles past it. People live a life that is a complete reaction to the life they had. That is your childhood, your your adolescence, your young adulthood, all of those pain points, you are living in reaction to all of that. Period. Right? I don't I don't you know, it's that's how it is. And and when you hear me talking about, you know, how, how we are like robotic, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, just look in your life. All of the things that you have in your life are solutions to old things. Everything you have, 
are solutions to old things, old situations, old feelings, old dramas, traumas, everything that you've constructed, look around you. It's to overcome whatever was before. That's the problem with problems, right? The problem with problems is that your current problems were once answers to old problems. And if you just follow that all the way down the rabbit hole, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about, okay? It's not, you know, it's, 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 it's not even open to any real discussion. It's just how it is. That's how it is. That's what we do, right? We solve things, and then we realize this thing we've gotten ourselves into is becoming problematic. So we solve it. And we realize that that thing we got ourselves into becomes problematic. So whether it's, you know, the solution to loneliness was finding a partner. Oh, no, they're no fucking problem, right? Uh, the solution to my lack of money was that promotion. I oh, know they're no fucking problem. Right? The solution to freedom was I don't want a fucking job anymore. I want to be self-employed and start my own business. Now I've got a whole new set of problems. <laughs> and on and on it rolls. So then what is it that's getting in the way? I mean, we, we know, okay, well, you know, I've talked about the past and that, you know, you, your life events have colored you and tainted you and you're, you're left with this less than pristine vision for the future. The future, anytime you say to somebody, this is what I want to do in my life, you will choose that based on one of two things and only two things. Either you've done it before or something like it. Or there's something in that that you recognize and you think you can do it. So any vision you've got for your future, those are the foundational pieces. Either you've done it before, which includes, by the way, you've seen somebody else do it. Or you look at it and there's something in it that resonates with you enough that you believe you can do it. And that's the, and once you've checked off both of those boxes, you'll proceed. Now, if you just get that for a moment, just think about that for a moment. Think about either I've done it before, I've seen somebody else do it, or there's something about it that resonates enough with me that I think I can do it. That's a pretty narrow range you're looking at. Just think of all the things in life that get discounted, that get ignored that aren't on your radar because they don't fit any of those two criteria. They don't fit. So in other words, if it doesn't fit those two criteria, you're not taking it on. So any future that you imagine, anything that you create for yourself is already in a very, very, very narrow bandwidth. People are not pursuing a future that they don't think they can accomplish. They're not. Now, just imagine how much does it get included because of that? Because at some level, we believe that we have to believe in it. So we just scrap the whole fucking thing, even though the pursuing of that thing would be something that I'm learning more about as I go, that I'm understanding more, I'm getting a deeper and wider awareness of it. That somewhere down the line, I'll actually think, holy shit, I think I can do this. So this is about making things happen that you currently don't think can happen. Or you're so fucking disconnected from them, you just, they're not even on your radar as possibilities 
for you and your life. You don't see them that way at all. So you drop it. I'm not doing that. I'm not pursuing this. I'm not, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to get a promotion. I want to start a business. I want to be in a relationship. I want to buy a house. I want to move to another country. I want to lose fucking 40 pounds. I want to gain, gain 28 pounds. I want to, you know, want to have children. I want to fucking have a dog, whatever. We're only ever pursuing what we think we can do or that we've done before or seen somebody else do. And so that subject, that idea, Blows my fucking mind. Blows my fucking mind. So how do I open myself up to futures that I can't even see right now? That I haven't seen right now? That's the million dollar question. That's really like, how do I live a truly fucking created life where everything, imaginable to me, which right now might be currently unimaginable, is on the table. And I come back to that word of imagination because when it comes to the essence of living a created life, we're not imaginative. I mean, we can imagine, you know, fucking writing a book and, you know, building a house, racing a car, designing something. We can imagine that stuff but we have a very limited capacity to imagine a life to actually bring the, your full sense of wonder and curiosity to, to life, to living a created life from a place of wonder and curiosity rather than from a place of solving problems or reacting. They're two very different positions to take in life. And they're very different. They present a different life to you. Uh, you really got to settle into what I'm saying to you right now. You got to really, you got to really fucking think about what I'm saying to you. This is magical. A way of living. Not, not hamstrung by solving problems and reacting. You'll still have to solve problems, that's for sure. But that's not what life's about. You'll solve the problems that are a product of whatever you're creating and you'll embrace them because it's your creation. You will embrace those problems. You will want those fucking problems because whatever you've created lights a fire in you, even though you don't have it all figured out, even though you're not quite sure about what to do, even though you know there's certain things you're going to have to learn or understand or overcome, that's living a created life. People don't live created lives. Now, you might have heard me in the past say, hey, you are living the life that you created, which technically is true, which is the no real sense of creating it. You know, sense of ending up where the fuck you ended up. You just ended up here. Here you are. Ta-da! Looking at life. And and I know for some of you looking around like, what's going on here? Like, what? You know, this relationship here is a mess or my relationship to myself is just way out of integrity or, you know, I've let myself get to this point. I'm going nowhere with this career or this business or this. I'm hamstrung by these issues and items that are just cluttering up my life. You can make your life be about solving all of that or... You can acknowledge all of that. You can see all of that mess around you. 
and you can recognize it as a reactionary life. This is the one you've ended up with. I mean, ultimately, you know, because I've, I've thought about this at length. I, you know, I've often asked me, what, what am I actually fucking doing here? And ultimately it comes down to this. My life is about saving people from the pain of regret when it's too late. That, that's what I do. I'll, I'll pull you back from the pain of regret when it's too late. The ultimate aim here, certainly for me, is to live a regret-free life. You don't get to have that by saying, well, I just don't give a fuck, no regrets. It doesn't work that fucking way. If you don't experience the pain of regret, you've never been in something enough that you've cared. You've never been in something enough to care. That doesn't make you fucking, you know, resilient. That makes you numb. Numb. Deadened. Thickened by life to the point where you can't even get in touch with your own humanity anymore. That's why so many of these fucking bros that are out there, and I'm not going to name names. There's no point to it. It's irrelevant. There's a culture for it. And, and, and it's not even just guys. There's all kinds of people taking a similar approach. And, and I just, it's particularly like people, you know, under 30, just creating this shellac, this inauthentic shellac to help them get through life. And they just don't get the impact of that. How deaden you? Again, not a created life, but a reactionary life, a life lived in reaction to. I've been hurt. That won't happen again. And, I, and, and if you just look around yourself and tune into yourself, you'll see the areas of your life where that's more ob- most obvious. For sure. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, here's an interesting little thing about that, though. Here's an interesting little thing about curiosity and imagination. You, once upon a time, were completely alive to it. Like, that's, that's the only thing you ever brought to life is curiosity, wonder, and imagination. I mean, <laughs> I know this sounds kind of a little woo-woo for some of you, and you know I'm not the fucking woo-woo guy, so you got to pay attention. You can be in wonder at a cup of fucking tea. You can be in wonder at the light switch and how it works. You can be in wonder at the world around you. You can bring a sense of curiosity to everything you do without the addiction to solving everything. Um, There's a lot of your problems, by the way, that the only thing they need is to be acknowledged and left where they are. Just acknowledged and left where it is. You don't have to do it with a 
You just have to acknowledge that it's there. Don't live in denial. And there are other problems that require you taking care of, but you should know that there's no day coming when the problems end. Well, there is. It's when you fucking die. You die. That's the end of your problems. You know, to to have problems is to be alive, is to be touched by life. So you should embrace your problems. And again, you know, you've heard me say, I've said this in books, I think it's in Do the Work. If you don't like the life you've got, you don't create a new one to solve problems. You create a new one because you're inspired by that life and that you will embrace those problems that come from that life because there will be problems, period. And ultimately, that's all I need you to get. I need you to understand, like, to look out into your life right now. If you can have any kind of life, not a life to fix this one, any kind of fucking life, even one that's unimaginable, keep it out of the realms of fantasy. Imagine, start to get informed by the problems of that life. Here's what you'll do. You'll come up with the solutions to it. And as you come up with those solutions, they'll, you'll get some new problems. And as you look at any life, no matter what you're doing, if you're pr- pursuing a new career, don't base it on what you think you can do. That's all past-based. What you think you can do, you've already done mostly. That's not an imagined life. That's a reactionary life. You've heard me say this. I am way more fascinated. Oh, my gosh. And you should be, too. I'm way more fascinated with, A, what's not on your radar, and or, B, what you think you cannot do. Well, that's not for people like me. I'm not suited to that. Why not? Why not you? You know, I've over the years, I've had people <clears throat> come to me and, you know, ask me, ask me things like, can't you say this simpler? Can't you say this in a way that makes sense to me? And I've, and I've been straight with people. I've been like, it would be much easier if you would start to embrace the idea of your own intelligence. You have it. It's there. You have the ability to wonder. But we don't. We want spoon fit. We want the easiest route, which is often the least inspiring. So this is all I want you to do. This is all I want you to do this week. I want you to think about life itself. What would it look like for you to live a created life? But there's a little caveat to it. I want you to know, by the way, I'm giving you the keys to my way of thinking. Not what I think about, but the kind of parameters within which I think. When I come up with an idea, I let go of what I think of the idea, whether it's a good idea or a bad idea, it doesn't matter. You can read, if you, if you use only, if you, if the only line of thinking you're going to use is whether it's a good idea or a bad idea, again, you're running it through an already existing filter. So rather than do any of that, I hang out with ideas. I let ideas inform me. I let my ideas about the future inform me. I let them talk to me. I don't try and pin them down. I don't try and come to conclusions. I don't try to find the dead end so that I can answer the question. I am informed by ideas. And how I do that is I occasionally remind myself of the thing, right? So when I was writing on Fuck Yourself, I did this. I mean, if you, if you look at 
unfuck yourself, there's a series of personal assertions in there, okay? How many personal assertions do you think I came up with before I settled on them? And some of them were really juicy, and some weren't so juicy. But if you think of this personal assertion, I expect nothing and accept everything. I had to really hang with that for a long time to get it to talk to me. <laughs> and then it started to talk to me. And then there was a temptation to kind of box it in and make it a thing rather than have it continue to talk to me. That's how you live a created life. I'm giving you an example of like, you know, an assertion that I came up with, but that's how I live my life. I live my life in the inquiry. I'm informed. And constantly letting go of the need or the desire to find the definitive answer. I know this might seem a little opaque to you, but that's kind of the fucking point. For you to think, for you to engage with life from a place of inquiry. Like, you know, some of the simple things that I've talked about, like what would it take from you to let go of something? Don't arrive at the answer. Be in the inquiry. What would it take for you to introduce integrity to certain areas of your life? Stop looking for the answer. Be in the inquiry. Hang out with that question for a week or two. Have it talk to you. Lie in your bed at night and ask yourself the question before you go to sleep. You'd be amazed at what you wake up with. More often than not, your brain will untangle your bullshit if you let yourself be in the inquiry. And notice the desire to get to the answer. Let go of that desire and go back to the inquiry. How do I do that? Well, you know, for many of you, you're still hung up on things that have happened in your life. Well, you know, and this is an example I'm giving you, right? This is not a linear A to B answer. So something in your life you haven't let go of. What do I get out of hanging on to? That's a question you would hang out with, right? Like, who do I get to be by having this still in my life? Another question to hang out with. So to live a truly created life will require you to be someone who can inquire and be informed by your own inquiry and notice all the things that come out of your own inquiry. And, and I'm telling you, man, this is like you're, you're, you're filtering through your own thoughts, your own stuckness. You're becoming this kind of self-reliant being who has access to a very powerful way to live life. Again, you notice, like, you might notice already, you know, you've got a desire to pin this down, to, no, no, but just fucking tell me. That's not how an inquiry works. Inquiry is always informing you. Your job is to ask the questions. All right, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you for being a member of the nation. As usual, all you have to do is listen to this episode as many times to get out of it, whatever you need to get out of it, to give you doorways, pathways, access to a new kind of life. Um, we're going to take our questions from the nation again. We're going to include them again next week, right? The last few episodes, we haven't had our question from the nation. So if you have a question for me, um, we'll put it next week's episode, 646-450-3203, or email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. Don't forget to go check out the Unfuck store, which still has some sweatshirts and T-shirts available as we're going through that right now. Um, 
But we'll uh, we'll be seeing you on the flip side. We'll be back next week with another engaging, empowering, and motivating episode of Unfuck Nation. I am Gary John Bishop. I will see you on the flip side. I'm Dori Shafrier. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us.